You're listening to Cinema Red Pill. I'm Sharon. I'm Timothy. And I'm Joel. We're going to do a catch-up episode. It's been a while since we recorded, so we need to catch up on the bunch of stuff we've not we've seen yeah. in this period. It's been like a full month and a half or more. More. Probably more. more. <laughs> so we're going to catch up. There's been so much happening. Mm. So many big things. So get ready yeah. for an episode of very many popular things. Yeah. As you must have already seen in the poster. So this is a yeah. uh, people's popular movies or stuff episode mostly. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to start with a movie that I've watched. We've, I think we've all watched now. Yeah. Um, Captain Marvel. So why I want this to even be my pick is I'm shocked and bewildered yeah. by the fact that I like that movie. <laughs> shocked. Because I actually intentionally didn't watch it. Uh-huh. Okay, also I didn't have time or money, but also I I always put effort when I want to watch, or I would have because it's easy to get people to watch Marvel movies. But I was first of all very pissed off by the fact that they released it on Women's Day. I'm like, this is some next level corporate bullshit going for political wokeness, yes. which is just some next level bullshit yeah, where you don't it. deserve it after twenty years. No, twenty, not twenty years. 10 years <laughs> of this shit where you had no one, then you come ooh, Women's Day. like that thing pissed Women's me off so Day. hard, there was no way I was going to support it, so I was annoyed with that then I'd had so much bad word about Brillerson's performance then mm. I'd had so much bad word about how they also continue with the with the whole uh, movement thing in the film so I had so many reservations Yeah. but anyway, I sat down it was like a weekend night. Mm-hmm. I had some drinks. <laughs> ready. Because I thought I wouldn't bear to watch it. <laughs> it starts and I'm not mad at how things are going. Okay. And I liked it. I mm. had no problem with Brie Larson's performance. Mm-hmm. I found her coldness deserving for how the film goes. And one of the main things I like is because it doesn't take the normal route of, of um, origin stories. Because you usually get you finding your powers but before we find her like she already has her powers mm. her main backstory thing is she doesn't remember her past yeah and we haven't seen that you guys that's a fresh story yeah. me i was happy with fresh story already then like <laughs> yes, this is fresh because i was really expecting something very ordinary because they pulled the ordinary thing say like in aquaman that was quite an ordinary origin Origins story yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it had a lot of good things but that was yeah. ordinary as hell so yes. the dissatisfaction was a lot for me when I got that mm. this was different I really dug that then I loved Samuel L. Jackson I loved the cut you guys that cut yes. was yeah. awesome <laughs> no, I'm like this is great I even really loved the villains those weird things the villain, the, 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 the tree, the, the scrolls, the, green, uh, yeah, the yeah. villains who, t- sorry, spoilers, the villains who turn out not to be the villains, villains. Oh, that guys. That was amazing. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, why did you tell me that this movie is bad? And then even like the other reservation I had, those things were small. Those things were so small. <laughs> you guys, they were not so heavy-hearted about those things. Like heavy-hearted is in Avengers, by the way. Heavy-hearted feminism is major in Avengers <laughs> Endgame. Captain Marvel did not have those things because Avengers Endgame, I really didn't like that thing. Yeah. But this thing don't have it. What? You guys, I thought I was supposed to hate this movie, but I had no problem with it. And expectations also end up now making you like if i came in normal i would have thought it was normal but became because i came in so low yeah i end up feeling high about it but 
That's me and Captain Marvel. So good. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because for, for, for me, so many things. I, I went and watched it when it's not the opening weekend, but like like the, like, the, like it's first week. Mm. Like I went and watched it in the cinema because I had to. Because <laughs> it's Captain. Because yeah, it's, it's Captain Marvel as this mm. monumental thing. For me, what bothered me, like what you just said, is yeah, the things are not heavy-handed, mm. and that's what pissed me off because the marketing around it—it's literally just all the outside yeah. stuff around yeah. it that affected the movie. Like, because the, there was no reason to even advertise it the way. But it you did. should mm. take your mind off it. I know, but it's so tough because going in, I already disliked Brie Larson just as a person. <laughs> <laughs> just like as a human being, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and no fault against her. I don't yeah. know her personally, obviously, <laughs> but I just did not like her, like mm. as a person. But like as a movie, I thought it was okay, which is fine. It's fine for a movie to that just is be fun. Best for Marvel, like okay, and okay. Is above yeah. average. And like you said, Nick Fury was great. The cut was great. I fell in love with a character though. Uh, her friend Maria yeah. Rambo, yeah. who had like very brief scenes, yeah, and like her, her daughter like becomes Captain Marvel at some point. Awesome. And when I saw how good the actress was, mm. and I le- I loved her so much. Like I had issues with Brie Larson's characterization. Yes, she was, but the thing was like the coldness was just one note. Guys, me I did, even had I jokes didn't. for me. Like me, that's how they in just, it I was. Yeah, but I didn't feel like because I felt like every like Marvel lead <clears throat> has sort of had this at least second layer to them to pick through, and like because she has this whole story of she's trying to remember who she is, she has no real identity. Which makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, but it made for like an unlikable lead for me. So for so for me, her friend who had like a snippet of a scene, by by got a complete deal. Like her husband was dead. What when she's like single mother, and she was just badass, and she like who's that kind of Captain America-ish feel, and as far as Marvel's uh, Marvel has been talking about like who Captain Marvel is going to be the one to like lead the Avengers like going forward. Mm-hmm. I was like her birthday, I would have been so on board. But like that, like that aside, I did have personal biases as well because comics. I didn't like the twist of the scrolls being actually good guys. They did that crap already in Iron Man Three with the Mandarin, who was again <laughs> another big villain. But they're like, oh no, hey, just an actor. It's just so it's an like actor. They, it's like, yes, like they did the exact same thing again. Of like, that oh, but we're really nice. Man. I know. <laughs> and the thing is that, like, like for me, like Alisa was able to understand now. At least, like, it was this experience, your joy over like that being a twist because you're going in like completely cold. But yeah, for me, I just wanted more. They're like. They're like mega huge villains, and there's a whole storyline where they're like. Oh, they're so cool. I know, but there's like a whole storyline in the comics of like impersonated members of the Avengers for like. Oh, yeah, the scrubs. Yeah, they've like infiltrated all these big things, and it turns out like Captain America was a scroll the whole time, and the real Captain America was Whoa. kidnapped like years ago, mm-hmm. and then they start this whole invasion, and nobody knows who to trust mm. and what. So like, as a fan, like. Like when you've read all that stuff and like there are all these possibilities and it's like you could build the whole phase like around this. Like sort of having them in just a standalone movie and sort of whisked away like that as like this sort of twist or joke mm. 
Yeah, I can't remember what the issue is, but but like that aside, I did like the character of Talos, like the leader of the Skrulls. Yeah. I like I the whole deal, like his family. And he was even funny, like as a human. I really he loved was. really loved the humor. He had very good humor. I feel I liked the aura of the way he moved. Yeah. Just his being was so nice. Yeah, I'm so unexpected. Yeah, as well. so, uh, I don't think it's easy to just make things happen like that. Yeah, I, I agree. That guy is going to get a lot of vil- a lot more villain roles. Mm, yeah, the yes. He's already getting them, right? Yeah, yeah, he really does them. Yeah, he's no, in I mean, Star yeah, Wars. Was in Star Wars. Wars. That's true. Uh, no, he's, no, he's a great actor. Yeah, man, the, the movie is good, but I do not like it. If that makes sense. I tries to. I don't really have much to say on this, but I actually like this movie because you know I've developed kind of this apathy towards superhero movies. I just mm-hmm. watch, but this one, as you, as you said, there were a few things that it was subverting, as you said, the the villains not really being the villains. Yeah. And it was just great seeing the origin story with the young Samuel L. and this mm-hmm. the guy who can't break plays. Yeah. It was just interesting seeing how he gets the eye patch, mm-hmm. all that oh. stuff. It was such a great... <laughs> yeah. it was a, as in for origin, it yeah. was. I loved it because it was different. I was seeing a lot of different things compared to like, say, as you had said, Aquaman, which again I thought was a bit more of, you know, just you find out your mom was someone big. Forward. You get yeah. this one. Is. I loved it. I loved it so much. Usual story. Yeah. But like, but like what you just said about the eye thing, mm. was like, I didn't mind it, but there was controversy over that. Because mm. there's that scene in Winter Soldier mm. where Nick Fury is talking about like how he, like the last time mm. I like, trusted someone, I lost an eye. It's like this. And you know how like Winter Soldier's mm. tone is? It's like shit, so man. Because <laughs> of heavy spike, espionage, like crazy stuff. And when it's just like the cut, the cut. What were they calling it? They're calling it something. Uh, uh no, they, they, yeah, his name was Chewy, but they're calling it something else. It had a weird name. Yeah, the cut was awesome. The cut was awesome, and. And the thing was, was, the whole time I was thinking it's going to be so stupid if it's the cut. Because they really they yes. like set it up yeah. like, when it almost like, takes yeah. a swipe at yeah. him. Yeah. And like, oh shit. <laughs> but I was, I was okay with mm. that subversion. And it kind of makes that Winter Soldier scene really mm. funny. Because he's just <laughs> bullshitting, like, really bullshitting. He's hiding the real story. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a fun movie. It's a pity I don't like it, by the way. Those are your problems. I am very much so. <laughs> I completely own that. Okay, what's your movie? Yeah, Avengers Endgame, I guess, is a good way to Straight segue. Into it. Just get yep. them out of the way. <laughs> Just get them out of the way. Okay, good. Yeah. Avengers Endgame, who, who has it? I guess, who has it really watched it at this point? Timothy, it turns out. <laughs> wow. I know, I know. Is it is still, still the cinemas, it right? Is. I think They're it, showing it, it like is. a 10 p.m. mostly. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Infinity War, like really great movie. Had a had a villain as a protagonist, very well paced, built up to this dark ending that traumatized people, which I really enjoyed experiencing in the theater. Another follow up. What I liked to this movie going in is I had no idea how it was going to wrap up, which is very refreshing for a movie when you have no idea where it's going. And my god, this movie packs in like so many things. <laughs> They're like not not just like characters, but so many like big acts. Because there's of course the death of of Thanos like at the beginning, which was spoiler alert. Sorry, Timothy. It's okay. uh, 
this point, at this point, I deserve spoilers. Yeah, you really do deserve spoilers. So yeah, they tried subverting to like uh, like Captain Marvel goes saves like Tony Stark while he's floating around in space. Then Captain Marvel, of course, is like, ah, who's this dude that did all this stuff? Then it's cool. I'm gonna go kick his ass. You guys, you guys hang back. This guy's a slow down. This guy's the biggest baddest. What? But they go really quickly inside of ten minutes when the guy chilling at his farm. Apparently, he had done a second snap. Is how they located mm. him. They located all the energy signature. Mm. And they find him there chilling, and apparently what he has done is he has snapped away the stones, like he has destroyed them, so that no one can undo what mm. he did. So you go there, and they have like pretty much already lost from the beginning. Thor has his badass scene, like decap, just straight up decapitates him. He goes mm. for the head this time, mm. which I really liked how gruesome that was. And yeah, after that, it's like a lot of moping around. Like in terms of pacing, mm. this movie manages to balance like heavy drama with again really large superhero spectacle with explosions and stuff. But it does manage to take its time. Everyone's wallowing. Thor gets fat. I'm sure you've seen those memes. Yeah, I've seen. I know you're going in on it and telling him the story. Yeah, yeah, Why? yeah, yeah. Because those are the interesting yeah. things. Just say and what you like. Yeah, I'm telling you the things that. I <laughs> And yeah, for me, fat though mm. was the icing on the cake. That was something <laughs> like to take their their sexiest star mm. and to just make it this blob mm. <laughs> of a thing. And also just enjoy like the outrage, the brief outrage online of like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but I, I I really liked it. I just liked seeing him dealing with depression was a very interesting thing to me and him finding redemption again of course there's a whole time travel line mm. I really liked the, the the two minor characters of the Avengers Black Widow and Hawkeye I like what they did with them Hawkeye's story is really brutal losing his family, very nice opening very silent, very deadly just whole family turns to dust mm. I liked Black Widow's sacrifice as well, made sense for her character Mm. Though they did miss a few beats again, might have just been because of time. But we you sort of set up that now she's like sort of in charge of monitoring the entire earth. Of mm. sort of the Avengers. Yeah, in the beginning. Yeah, they, they tried to like quickly set up that she sort of feels this great mm. weight on her shoulders, and that that sort of sets up that big sacrifice even more. Mm. Yeah, it was a little messy, but it was it was fine. Now skipping forward, like there's a the whole time travel thing, parallel bitchy. It was fine. It, it's a, time travel always has holes in it in movies. Always. But it was it was fine. Always, yeah. The way they describe it, I'll go right to the end. <laughs> you just yeah, you just getting all the spoilers. <laughs> now the love for the end, I knew that somebody had to die. Mm. Which because it would have been a disservice if they kill everyone mm. and then just bring them back at the end. Mm. I didn't. Uh, it was a toss-up between either Captain America and Tony. Tony yeah, and they did. They did pick Tony, and by like they they, they picked him after because it's like a five-year time jump. Like Tony has like a daughter. What mm. like he doesn't even want to go back into like fixing the mm. Thanos thing. So he has like more at stake for him as a person. He has changed a lot as a character. So I really felt for him in terms of like he wanted to make it out of it alive go back to his family and just when he when he realizes that he's the one that has to like take the take like the big <laughs> the fall for like mm. everyone and save the universe it's a heartbreaking moment and i thought that would be it but i think what i love most in the movie was captain america's 
ending because mm. he got to like he, he, went, he was supposed to go back in time and return all these different stones mm. they had like borrowed from another universe so whole thing mm. but he decided to like stay back and he has that life with Peggy that he mm. missed and he like so reappears as like an old man having lived his life and ties back to civil war mm. when Peggy like refuses to tell him about like the person she was married to because he notices a ring on her mm. finger so I won't tell you about that he also reappears with a ring on his finger and they ask him like ah oh, who was he with what's like ah, I won't tell you about her <laughs> it's fine <laughs> it raises a lot of questions as far as like <laughs> so he was just chilling doing all this stuff like the hydra mm. takedowns outro and everything he was just like <laughs> chilling and it's like I'm not going to mess with <laughs> like the timeline of events anything but yeah it was it was great like the torch was like passed on next generation it was a good ending like a really bloated movie like three hours yeah, long time. but you don't feel the time because that's always scary with something yeah. that big you feel like mm. there's going to be a slow moment in between mm. but again he, they, they re- the Russo's really are good at jumping with to- tonality from like drama to like a heist type of movie just big spectacular action and Sharon's favorite shot like all the female Avengers like line up <laughs> they, have the, they have the gratuitous girl power yeah. shot for like for, for no real reason but it's it looks <laughs> cool it's fine, yeah. but that, that last battle is gigantic and you have like Captain America picking up Thor's hammer which was a big crowd mm. pleaser of mm. course and yeah it's yeah, it's amazing it is an assault on the eyes but it's <laughs> it's amazing it's the only way it could end yeah, just yeah, just watch it and finish, man. Yep. Just watch I'll it join the finish. rest of the world really soon. Yeah. Yeah, help it gets to what? Want you to beat Avatar? No, it's, it's a what? It's a, it's. I think it's the second currently still globally. Yeah, it beat but Titanic. it's like fifty-eight million behind. So. Yeah. So it has to. It would have to like stay for a while longer. Mm. I mean, the people still optimistic it will reach, but yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. Me and Avengers Endgame. So my, I will go to my experience with it. Yeah. I went with a friend of mine who likes Avengers. With your thing, I really didn't like Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I think, did we talk about it? Yeah, I really, really, really didn't like that it. movie. That yeah. movie was not good in my <laughs> eyes. It was really not good. <laughs> this, I also was having reservations because people also like that. I think the snap just made people think it's the greatest thing on earth. Like having yeah, a shocking did. ending should just not make you forget the fakeness that came before it but anyway so <laughs> i came in with the same reservations for endgame yeah. but and then it was three hours so you're like fuck what if it bores me for three hours yeah. but then it begins with the whole thanos dying in the beginning and i was like oh my god oh my god <laughs> yeah. then when they make the time jump i was like these guys are serious that's what I was saying. <laughs> now I'm now now I'm now I think you you're doing something different. So I love I really 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 like that. Yeah. And one of the most important things about my screening is we smuggled in alcohol. Oh wow! So and not beer. Mm, but Waraji. Oh, yeah. So by the end of the three hours, we were quite drunk <laughs> and quite loud. Like we were shushed three times. So now that's, so that's so by the end when they are fighting, 
were very excited and talking about it, but you think you're whispering, but you're not whispering. That's where I was with my screening, but it was so much fun. <laughs> so, so much fun. So I really, really enjoyed it yeah. a lot. Um, let's see. One of the things that surprised me the most is how some p- characters that I thought were so si- insignificant to Marvel mm. ended up having such a big role. For example, mm. Rocket Raccoon actually is significant in this thing. Mm. That Captain, Ma- what's his name? Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Yeah. Ant-Man has a big role. That one wasn't surprising. The guy, the black guy who was in, in Hotel Randa. Oh, uh, Don't you know? War Machine. War Machine. War Machine is actually in Nebula. Very, yeah. Nebula is awesome. Nebula, Nebula is that is hat. one of the people <laughs> you would never think would be that yeah. cool. Yeah. So those things were making me happy, happy, happy. Gwyneth Paltrow comes and she also does things. I'm like, oh my god. You realize there's so many yeah. people who like, they had so much time. But they used it wisely. I had no moment of boredom. Yeah. I really loved Ant-Man too. One of my favorite scenes is when Thor basically explains the plot of Thor the Dark World. Yeah. I think because he knows no one watched that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that is really one of my favorite things. So the movie is actually legit good. Like there's really... I'm, that's like one movie. of the things that surprised me. So, so, so surprising. I think the one character that I didn't like completely an atom yeah was hawkeye mm. that man just didn't make sense for me he didn't add up i don't like his whole robin arc like where he has now going to just get, like that thing bored me i like how he's the setup in the beginning but it was like hawkeye you're lame you should have died and me i just don't I, things don't work for me with hawkeye really 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 did like his arc and he's the only one of all those 105 people hawkeye is the one i picked i'm like you no, <laughs> but everyone else, everyone else was very, very, very. I one of the best emotional moments was when Atman goes and finds his daughter. Oh, well, that was heavy, man. But one of the things I'm sad about Timothy mm. is that you didn't see it in the cinema because experiencing some yeah. of that shit collectively, yeah, 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 yeah. is yeah, so man. intense. And then yes. that battle he's talking about. When the Black Panther people show up, mm. it's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you everybody loses that shit, and you all collectively mm. get influenced into losing mm. your shit. But it is so much fun, so so much fun. Yeah. My best comment in the c- cinema though was when in the be- first five minutes when <laughs> the King of Thanos was like, "Hey, the movie is over." <laughs> 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 because you can't think they've come to defeat mm, yeah, yeah. the guy at the end. The movie's over, and you real hard, everybody had that feeling of wait, we thought that this is the movie. <laughs> yeah. So, I think it's a very well done movie. Yeah, yeah perhaps. So sorry, Timothy. No, no, Anyone who okay. felt strong okay. like Timothy to listen <laughs> when they have it. I know. I know. So, but uh, but but, but yeah, I mean, like just it. like re- removing the comic book stuff, you tell mm. though, just as, as just a well done, movie. yeah. And it, and just also if you, because I was also just interested in that technical level of how do you assemble a story yeah. together in three hours and make it work with all those characters. And Arusso still blow my mind. It was actually me the most interested. I wanted to see if it's if it's going to bring everything to a satisfying. Close, but from what you guys have said, it did that. Yeah, so. do. I mean, no, I we'll see what what will happen to you with these expectations we've <laughs> given you. Yeah. No, work. no, but it seems like because I haven't really had any complaints about Avengers Endgame being yeah. a disappointment. Uh, so yeah. I mean, they might have done too good a job because I mean, like Marvel wants to continue the movies after. 
Yeah. And for a lot of people who have grown up with the OG the, Avengers, yeah. like that is that for them. Yeah. Like with my sisters, that's yeah, yeah, like out. I'm good. Like, <laughs> like all my characters, the story is like wrapped. Yeah. I don't know. Who, yeah, I'm not interested in what else comes next because you have like Spider-Man, Black Panther, mm. Captain Marvel, a bunch of new other guys. But it feels like it it will just pale in comparison so to how large thing, yeah. and satisfying this other thing was. So yeah, I, I really wonder what Feige will. Mm. But yeah, he, has, he hasn't disappointed so far. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, who's next? <laughs> so, uh, I'm just I'm going to start with a series, uh, nice. Black Mirror season five, which, uh, which does, not, yeah. does not like at all. <laughs> when, uh, this, the whole series, <laughs> the whole series from the beginning, <laughs> from the beginning. Show yeah. never liked it, but I always found it a bit interesting. So, uh, Black Mirror season five came out recently. I think about two weeks, less than two weeks less ago. Less than, they, yeah, this very recent. Okay, this weekend. Yeah, so they are. They, it's made up of only three episodes. Mm-hmm. It's going back to kind of like the older format it used to have, and I, w- I can honestly say that it's a, it was a bit of a disappointment. I'm forgetting the guy's name. Who's the writer? It's called Corey Sand. Mm-hmm. I'm forgetting any because I, I think this time he was saying he was trying to take a more uh, positive approach to technology mm. as, oppo- as, as opposed to the past seasons where it's very bleak and you get like it's just man constant in conflict with technology. Yeah. And he was trying to do something different, but then. This time, with exception of the first episode, which was Striking Vipers, it's the, mm. it has Anthony Mackie in it, and there's other chick. You, I don't know if I know some people probably watch uh, what's it called, Sleepy Hollow, the series. There's that, yeah, the, the lead yeah. chick, yeah, Nicole yeah. Behari, yeah. she's really good in this. Okay. So, it's the, I like this episode a lot because Striking Vipers is basically about this. I'm, I'm going to spoil a bit, do because okay, I know a bit about okay, it. Yeah. So, Striking Vipers, these two old friends, college buddies kind of go their separate ways one of them gets a family grows up kind of lives that life and this and the other one he gets successful but he's not really like settled so he comes for one i think a birthday barbecue or something after a really long time mm-hmm. and he comes to his boy anthony mark he's like man there's this new game because they used to be avid gamers back in the day yeah. he's like there's this new game it's going to blow your mind all that stuff what so get and play so this guy's like man okay first it's, of course he's reluctant but he's like i'll give it a try so he goes he plays it and of course it's tech it's not really console and all that it's really mm. just they put something on your temple you sleep and you teleport it to like this virtual world <clears throat> and they used to play this game like it was a fighting game mm. uh similar to like taking any of these motor combat games so it's called striking vipers and these guys actually go there and instead of fighting they actually because the the brother the, the friend always used to play in an avatar of like this chick in the game and he used to play like in this guy's avatar so the first time they are in the game something goes wrong and they have like they have this they have a fight and somehow they're on the ground and they have this intense moment in the game mm. but the friend is a woman it's a guy here so the first time it's awkward then eventually they go back and play and at this time this guy is really get it on you get like in the game <coughs> so they keep going back and this guy stops even like his wife is frustrated not have the kid but he's not really into it because he's playing the game all the time up to a point when he feels actually guilty and now, the, and when he goes offline and stops playing it, his friend now gets kind of obsessive, man. Like I've tried with other people playing games with him, but it's not the same as with you. So there's that whole conflict, basically. Wait, wait, when you say they get it on, like they really get it they, on, like in, in the, the game, world. in the virtual world, they actually have sex. Ah, they like, dig that. Have sex. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Watch> that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, 
after that whole thing like kind of because this episode really kind of even touched on like male masculinity yeah. because you know guys probably in the real world you're not so intimate but in the game they could be yeah. so there's this really cool scene in the, at the end when Anthony Mike comes to him and he's like I can't do it in real life so we can know it's real <laughs> if it's real or not so they end up being and instead of act, they actually kiss but they end up even fighting so it kind of like even drew comparisons like them yeah. that kind of like you know that male energy like that yes, yes. so they kind of even mirror it in the game like in the real world they are fighting oh. but in the game they are making love anyway so that was like the really interesting episode the other two because one is smithereens the other one is called uh Rachel Jack and Ashley too. That one has Miley Cyrus, the last one. Smithereens was really boring too, but I, I saw some people liking it on the internet. Okay. Basically about this guy. He's an Uber driver and he like usually picks guys from this big corporate tech company. Mm. So one day he picks like an intern thinking he's like someone really big because everyone who was working there was really young. Yeah. So he picks this one guy and that's the day I said like to maybe hold him at hold him hostage so he can talk to the boss of the what? Of the company, mm. but this guy is like I'm just an intern, and kind of goes into this really silly hostage hold up, like in a, a marsh or something. Mm. And there's really no payoff in the end because you, you don't really get like he's just an Uber driver. It really has nothing serious to do even with tech, the story. Mm. So it's like an Uber driver holding someone <coughs> hostage. I found very mm. sure it even been Black Mirror. It could be a short film of his own somewhere else. The last one actually, Rachel Jack and actually too. Uh, Miley Cyrus is playing a pop star. Really, you get like she's playing a pop star who is sort of being controlled by like her, her what her her, 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 her mom manager basically. Her, her Chris Jenner, you get so <laughs> when she kind of tries to get independent, they like yeah. drag her and oh, she's shit. unconscious. But like she has this line of dolls, robot dolls that young girls around the world use. So somehow her spirit goes into the robot and. That's really it. Now it's her as a robot. Miley Cyrus's voice in a robot kind of trying to expose these people. So it was, it was, I didn't like these other two episodes at all. I found them very basic. And if you go and read the reviews, everyone is like, this is by far the worst season of Black Mirror. It kind of had the outrage that the Game of Thrones had with some people who were signing <laughs> petitions and stuff. It had similar outrage. But for the first yeah. episode, for the first episode, I recommend it highly. Oh, it yeah. has some real moral questions it's asking in there. Yeah, yeah. So I knew about the plot of that first mm. episode because the homophobia came out strong <laughs> on the WhatsApp group. So I'm really? like, oh, of course, of course. Like, so guys, like, I'm not even going to play video games. I'm like, no way. You know how homophobic guys are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Extremely. So I, I knew the plot of mm. that thing. But it was really good. Like, if if you're not a person who's homophobic, I should say that yeah, you can yeah, just watch yeah. something really interesting with like very interesting dynamics you've never seen before, probably. In I like that from. thing. I like that thing a lot about the guys when guys fight because yeah. someone was saying how like like the, there's a way there's a lot of, of, of movies that are homoerotic because mm. they're just making the guys fight yet they should really they just want to fuck in yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is really really cool yeah. <laughs> so that's how exactly. it was really interesting um, no, yeah, I'm happy to watch it <laughs> hey, it's me next yeah. it's you next wait <laughs> what am I picking um huh what did you remind me as the one doing well I have I have options either I'm going to pick something that's way out of left field in that it's not made from this year mm. so it's not in a popular bracket mm-hmm. 
But it's just something that I watched recently that I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. So it's a movie called Desert Hearts. Okay. It's made from 1985. And it's a story, it's almost like, it's made in 1985, so it's pre-Brokeback Mountain, but it's like Brokeback Mountain for women. Okay. Well, by a teacher goes into a town, she's having a divorce, then she meets a lesbian who's on the field. For her, that's, there's an out lesbian there. And then they begin to hook up. And one is super serious, and one is way laid back. But that movie, you guys, is so good. It's even shocking that it was made in that time. Because it's working with dynamics which you cannot believe mm-hmm. they were working with. Like, like in the 80s, they might, you would think they're dealing with straight on death. Mm-hmm. But I think, and because they're in like a country town, so of course in the country towns it's much harder than if they were in the town like mm-hmm. New York City. Or yeah, yeah. But then I loved, what I loved so much about it, because I got a bunch of movies a bunch of queer movies from a friend of mine at work. Mm. 32, of course. Yeah. Mm. So, and most of them had very similar things, but what made this one special, first of all, when it was made, and the, the way it tells, I love a dynamic where it's like one person is like, you know what, we're having such a good time in the room, just as us. Mm-hmm. Why do we have to go outside and even, like, be publicly... Mm-hmm. Intimate because we know people are going to give us a hard time, so why don't we just not do it? And which is a thing that people ask of gay people like, do your mm-hmm. shit the, and don't show us, yeah, <laughs> like keep it in the bedroom. So seeing that dynamic was so interesting, mm-hmm. and it, it is um, shockingly good, shockingly good for a movie that was made in 1985. I definitely like, see it. there's so many, like, most of the other films I have were more 20s, 17s, where. Ah, the things you're dealing with also you now eh? <laughs> this is so 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 good and yeah. what the lead chick who plays the serious teacher mm-hmm. she has that way she speaks the, the way that people would speak in movies of that time yeah. which is so the, their dialogue is purely dialogue but it's so snippy and nice mm-hmm. but that movie is very good I can't stop thinking about it it's just fantastic Wait, 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 wait. It is not well directed. <laughs> oh my god, it has the worst cut from scene to scene. It, you, if you've seen it, it does those things of like swiping on the screen and it overfades to black. And then it, it is very badly edited. Oh my god. I was like, wow, this is distracting, but I'll continue to look but i would hate when a scene would cut fr- or when a scene would change transitions. Like, these transitions are horrible <laughs> if you did them today i think they would even refuse to screen your shit because those transitions are not allowed yeah they are so bad but, <laughs> but yeah that is yeah let me pick that i've really not been watching stuff but yeah this is it next yeah Next is, uh, yeah, so when they see us, which has so much hype online right now, so, so much hype, and it actually lives up to it. I won't, I'll, yeah, I'll try not to get too spoilery. Don't Very generally, very yeah. broad strokes, mm-hmm. especially since it's still fresh. Mm. Um, so this, this tells like a true story about like these kids that were like wrongfully evicted uh they're called the harlem five mm-hmm. central they, park five no the central park five yeah. yeah and yeah this takes place in like 1986 and apparently this, this is about generally it's about these kids that are like wrongfully accused of a rape 
mm. and inca- wrongfully incarcerated. Yeah. And this takes place over the course of four episodes. It's a mini series and it is the heaviest four hour long movie that I've, <laughs> that I've ever watched. Just because I watched it all back to back, which I think is the only way you can watch it. I can't imagine. And it's quite easy to watch it back to back. Yeah, yeah. Very easy. You because you want to know. Because yeah, I can't imagine stopping like episode one and being like, ah, I'll come back. But yeah, like especially episode one and episode two are the hardest like to get through episode one especially. It starts out so so strong. Gets you right into the thick of it. And Jesus <laughs> it's like filled with like like the villains are like straight human trash, yeah? Mm. Like there's, there was no because I thought there was going to be like oh there's some leeway of oh they're confused what but there were just people in this world that were just straight trash and did not give a fuck and it was infuriating to watch and you have these these kid actors who are just they're mind blowing because they're, they're carrying this entire series basically and <laughs> yeah they really really act their hearts out. And the scenes are like so hard to watch. I'm tr- I was trying to even mm-hmm. picture the conversations you'd have with those kids behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But it sounded like you'd have to just be like really frank and upfront of like, like this is the shit that like happened, and the kids are also like cool with it because just the way they play everything mm-hmm. is so powerful and so moving. And yeah, um, it like the way it paces it out generally. Is you have you have like when the kids are rounded up wrongfully yeah. and then they're basically drilled by these cops and coerced into a confession so many shady shit so many shady things happened and of course i found myself being pissed off because i sort of had an idea of like what the due process would be yeah. but but sort of also had that picture of at the time of these people didn't really know so the cops are telling them yeah. all these things and they're buying into it and just setting themselves up completely and they were kids. Yeah, and they were, yeah, and 14, they were just 15, the kids. Yeah, 14. Yeah, so young. And it was just like fucked up. Like, because you keep thinking about like how... Because like, it starts off on that days. They're just normal kids going through normal shit. There are no more either problems. They are own dreams. What? It's like one night just fucks their entire lives. Just forever. And that's it. And yeah. So the, like, the, like the first episode is like the was confession second episode is like a long trial which is also really hard to watch then the the last two episodes are pretty much either dealing with like their time in prison because they spend so many years in there lose so many years of their lives and i remember being so pissed off wondering if there would be a silver lining like at the end of everything and i'll let you watch for yourself <laughs> and see how that wraps up because yeah it was a roller coaster but yeah, I'll just say this is solid, like across the board. Performances, direction, cinematography, music. There's 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 no point where she it didn't miss a beat. <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> it's just flawless. I had yeah, I was just just like in it, I was just on a complete emotional ride, which is refreshing also when you're watching something. And yeah, it really took me really took me through <laughs> But yeah, if you can if you can pass through that first episode, it it, it is actually it's essential to watch something like mm. this. Yeah, it tells a very powerful. Like I had no idea this story even existed, 
until people started mm-hmm. talking about it online and it's terrifying to because you at least you even see the real faces of the guys at the end as usually do those movies and like after watching it and looking into their eyes and everything just even the casting by the casting. way and this is the casting because you see the real guys yeah. and the cast they chose it's very it's close. too close. too close it is too spot on yes. but yeah just well just just well done i think i think it's the best thing i've watched this year I can't yeah, Im- I can't imagine anything topping it at all cuz cuz usually with movies like that which involve like race like either with slavery or police brutality usually like they've also sort of become this medium where they're sort of tearing themselves out which is a little troubling why like over saturation a bit yeah but this one was actually like really well done very thoroughly researched beautifully executed performed and yeah like emotional emotional level like just really impacted me it was really beautiful you yeah. so yeah. yeah, pretty much said everything but i just want to point out as you said it's four episodes and at the beginning like when i first got it i thought it was going to be basically about them being arrested and the trial and all that yeah by the way they go out going to flesh out their lives in the other yeah. two episodes and mm. they show them like their life in prison how they grow from it yeah. like it's not all bleak like they're suffering but there's that kind of hope yeah. in each and every one of them and they keep on carry keep on going with that yeah another thing i said the performances now the kid who plays the main Corey Wise, that yeah, plays Corey, Corey Wise. Yeah. That the, he was in Moonlight, I think. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was in Moonlight. I think the one kissed on the on the. Yeah. That kid, man, that guy can act. He, mm-hmm. he was he was amazing because he was the only person who they allowed to play his young and older self. Mm. Yeah. All the others they changed, but he's the only one, and he killed it. Like mm. his time in jail, mm. just watching him, because he was one who was older, and he's one who went to like proper prison. These other guys went to kiddo prisons. Mm. Him, he went to proper prison, so his experience was completely like, different from gosh. theirs. You get eh? so. It so was just a whole episode dedicated of him. him. The last one is actually just him. Yeah. So. It is, oh yeah. my god! But he's yeah. brilliant in it. You'll watch him, and he's just twenty-one. As yeah, because like, he actually first me for a loop. I was like, "Is this the same kid? Yeah. They cast an adult who's yeah. so close to no. him, his brother." But it's, it's the kid, and like as an adult, he just—he's a different person yeah. in like a very, very, very subtle ways, very subtle small ways where you feel the progression of age just a mm. bit. No, but Man. no, but even just the subject matter, I feel it's yeah. very different from like most of these other say yes, police yes. brutality, all that stuff. Because this one is it, the story feels very sort of like an event. Like mm-hmm. you actually go th- go with these guys through their life, yeah. and you see the ridiculous circumstances in which they were arrested and all that, interrogated, and like that can happen to anyone. Like yeah. you don't know the law, you can't explain yourself. You're a kid, and these guys were kids, which is even more annoying for them to yeah. have gone to at such a young age. So. I highly recommend it. So it's an amazing yeah. series. And, and also, just yeah, also just what pissed me off was the state also just being comfortably yeah, just comfortably being an accomplice to this whole thing. And you you just hear some of the arguments the, the attorneys would make, mm-hmm. like talking about like their children, like yeah. the proper scene your eyes, their children, yeah, and and the shit they just comfortably yes. pin on them or say about them is infu- is beyond infuriating. Another great thing I saw because when it happened in real life, yeah, 
Donald Trump took out like an ad. He paid a hundred thousand, <laughs> like to bring back the death sentence to kill these kids. Yeah. It happened. Oh my god! So now they even show that in the thing, and like I imagine now when they come out and they're seeing that guy is the president of the country, like they're like, man, That's yeah. yeah. But Trump actually did that, and they keep pointing that out. Even the people keep talking about it that Trump guy wants to kill my baby. What? Yeah. So it has that stuff in it, which yeah. is. And it actually happened, so you can't hide from it. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> it has been racist for a minute, probably. Longer than people <laughs> no, yeah, thought. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Longer than people thought. Because, yeah, because it's been racist for a minute. Because at first I was worried that for the sake of relevance, they were like putting like mob stuff mm. on him, but when they're dead. Mm. Yeah, like that, you, he was like too relevant yes. in that mm. story. Like he was. He was a part of like, how do you take out a whole ad no to ad. ask for the death penalty for yeah. like 14 and 15 year olds? Like jumping on <laughs> shit. Man, it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it was a, it's great. I yeah. highly and recommend. Yeah, I, I, I guess also just, just also really capture that paranoia that like white people had. Mm. But just like black. Because cause they, they, they never really overplay the race card, by the way. Mm. It's sort of in the ether of like everyone knows what's going mm. down, even you or viewer knows what's really going down. Yeah, but they don't stress that. Yeah, black they white. just they, like the like the like the black kids try to work a solution through the system. These guys try to fuck them over using the system as well. And I, I I like how it's taken as that unspoken horrible thing that's in the background that no one is really mm. talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay, okay uh, my pick is another series, and that's Chernobyl, and it's a, it's by HBO, right? It's yeah, an yeah, HBO, HBO mini series. It's also four. It's also four episodes, like uh, like uh, when, they uh, when they see us, and it chronicles uh, this event that happened in it's Soviet four Russia. Episodes, I should yeah. watch it. I thought it's like twelve. No, it's four yeah. episodes. They're mini series. That's still how many hours? <laughs> like. I think, I think an hour. Yeah, it's not as long as when they see us, like it's like watching four movies. They go like over an hour. Yeah. Trust me, you will not. You won't feel even it. feel them. You will not feel <laughs> it. <at all. laughs> yeah, right. but this was just like fifty-eight minutes. It's like a Game of Thrones yeah. length. Okay, yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah, but it needs its time, so you sit down properly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Chernobyl is is a is a mini series and chronicles like the events surrounding uh, the Chernobyl disaster that happened. I think in eighteen eighty six around the nineteen eighty six nineteen eighty six. It was in the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it just shows how the Soviet Union, the leaders of the Soviet Union, were responsible for that disaster and how they even tried to cover it up. But again, through doing all that, they bring to the foreground these other characters who I don't think many people knew about mm. like the main guy in the thing is called I think is it Valery Legasov the main scientist yeah, Legasov, yeah. yeah and they kind of show all the hard work these guys had to do because it could have been worse than it was because everyone knows about the radiation poisoning in the area and people don't even live there anymore but then there were other scenarios like when they were saying like the nuclear reactor may sink through the ground and like poison the water from here to like Germany or something you get those mm things that people didn't know about and how they have to avert that disaster. But still, in the end, they kind of show, like, in spite of all this, there's all that bureaucracy and the system was basically built on nice and part trying to keep their lives because it's the source of their power. Yeah. And, but anyway, the, main, the, the best part, I think, about it would be how they even showed, like, the poisoning stuff, because it was really horrific. Yeah. They didn't 
if if you check history, they say that there are only 31 registered people who died yeah, according to the yeah. Soviet records. Mm. But apparently, many people died like all the way to Ukraine. So just showing that horror of the event. Of you go to put out a fire, you haven't touched anything, but the radiation is on you. Yeah, you begin then. So it showed kind of those family relations. There's a lady whose husband goes pretty early to to put out the fire. The then she has to follow him, look for him in a hospital in, in Moscow. Moscow yeah. Then they show the scientists trying to uh, like solve solve the problem. Then again, they show the investigation into it, like what really happened, what could have caused this. Yeah. And they really break down yeah. everything. In fact, in the last episode, there's that really cool uh, scene where this guy is explaining yeah. how a nuclear reactor works yeah. with yeah. like cards and stuff, and then he explains how it should work, then he explains how it didn't work. Mm. Just kind of show it was just due to negligence and mm. people throwing, like disregarding the rules you get. Yeah. But even in that, because it was based on a real character, he made some recommendations but which were never taken and even he was stripped of like his mm. after doing all the work he did he stripped yeah made persona non grata in soviet russia so it, he, he was a very tragic character but it shows how everyone pretty much had to pull together mm. yeah yeah to just avert this disaster <clears throat> because what had happened was already bad but it could have been even worse yeah. Yeah, but it was, it's really good. I recommend anyone. I don't spoil too much with all the don't. things, but yeah, yeah but, <laughs> but I really recommend Chernobyl. It's just four episodes. Yeah, that are really easy to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You watched um, it? Do you have anything? You want no, no, no. Yeah, I definitely yeah. watched it. <laughs> <laughs> just a comrade dear love. Yeah. The baddest. <laughs> the baddest That's why I hate another hateful human being. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just love the way this story is paced out as well, and all the like all the different POVs, because you keep jumping from just the regular people in Chernobyl going around, going up. No, was it the place was called something else? Pripyat. Pri- yeah, Pripyat. Yeah. So you have the normal people in Pripyat mm-hmm. going about their daily lives. You have like the workers as well in the Ch- Chernobyl like mm-hmm. reactor also going about their daily lives. You just have this explosion that goes off. And what I like, like what you were saying was the, the series really like hooks on this whole idea of like lies and that the truth doesn't care. Like that, that, was, that was one of the taglines mm-hmm. of the series. Because you see, especially in the first episode, you see already like how the Russian state mm-hmm. is like all about that deniability mm-hmm. of no our nuclear reactor did not fail. Everything is okay. They even give fake readings. Like it's not like poisonous. It's not about to mm-hmm. fuck over all of Europe. Everything is fine. Like that's that's a kind of system mm. our main character like walks into Legasso and he has to navigate all that bureaucracy and still find a way to make stuff work. Because again, yeah, you know, like how the state, yeah, you have the you have the KGB. You have mm. all these people like breathing on his asses. What, what, they're like more concerned with covering their own asses than actually fixing the problem. Mm. To where, like, like, like I guess even roughly without spoiling mm. too much is this whole big thing don't spoil yeah don't get into details mm. no, i won't get into details but yeah there was like let's just say like like the the things leading up to the chernobyl disaster like started like way before like years before it was just guaranteed to happen eventually which i liked about okay. the, yeah about the show and yeah it's a very very hard can be a hard watch because like like what you were saying they don't really shy away from radiation like the, poisoning yeah, like and radiation all that poisoning and sickness and 
like the prosthetics and the makeup people, like what they <laughs> did, they make like some really ghastly stuff. Does it? Is, I don't know if you watched the behind the scenes stuff, like after each episode. No, no, I didn't. Oh well, yeah, well, I should look for that. Stuff. No, you should. Yeah, there was, like HBO is a yeah, yeah. I think like what they're doing with Game of yeah, Thrones, the their company yeah. should behind the scenes stuff. Mm. And just even hearing them like talk about the research that they did. And they come to actually look at all these radiation bands and like what they do, and like accurately just portraying them as realistically as they could on screen was crazy. Okay. Think of yeah, just 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 to visualize if you can get through that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a really it's a really powerful show. Very well acted. Yeah. Just just I don't know the names of the actors. I also the, yeah. the, they're not there's this one there's, there was the chick Komuk yeah. and the other guy that's Skarsgård guy yeah yeah those, are like, those, those yeah. are like the two guys you can pick out and re- the other guy is Andrew really. yeah I'll, I'll say the only reservation which is probably just me that mm-hmm. I have with the series is like the same I had with the death of Stalin kind of so I get what it was yes yes yeah, I was, but I was just, about <laughs> yeah but just the whole idea of like your British accents like just some British, straight British, British actors accent. with British accents with Russian names yeah with Russian <laughs> names in Russia yeah and I, I can I can understand just the feasibility of that would not work mm. in our current world of getting like yeah. the actual Russian actors and mm. like an actual Russian writer and blah blah mm. blah to make it happen but there's there's something of course it always does to the authenticity of the story just just ever so slightly and I'll admit yeah, it took me it took me a while to get over that fact that mm-hmm. I was hearing this mm-hmm. British accent. It took me like twenty mm-hmm. minutes to like just get over it and try to watch the show mm-hmm. as it was. And I mean it's understandable with the limitations and given that Russia is going to release its own Chernobyl yeah, series. Apparently bl- blaming an American spy <laughs> 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 which is funny because it's also mentioned yeah, it as one of so the excuses funny. in the Chernobyl show. Yeah. So it's it's amazing. It was an eye opener for me. Yeah. I had never delved like as deeply into the actual yeah. uh, series of events. Mm. I also liked in the behind of the scenes they said that that actress that uh, com yeah I think it's called Emily Emily Morton. She's in a lot of Emily films. Yeah. yeah, yes, but like she was the only fictional character that they used. Because like the main character Legasov worked with like a team of hundreds of scientists trying to f- like solve the problem, so they like rounded up all those scientists into like one character, sort of embody their spirit and all, and and she does a phenomenal mm. job. She's yeah she yeah she's actually like like top tier like yes. those three like yeah, yeah. It, it's really good yeah yeah, yeah I highly recommend that's my second favorite thing. Okay. Also, that's why I point out that uh, the you saw the guy who created it, Craig. He had he had, he had done he had done like the Hangover films. Yes, yes, yes. And I've seen like the movies he had done for him to come to this. That is like I know. And a, a big leap. I don't know how he really got to this point. And even he posted like the books which inspired it and like the stuff he read. I really it's want to read those books. Yeah, on Twitter he has been all, all mm. over it. Yeah, but Chernobyl. Okay, we're already an hour in, so yep. Game of Thrones is getting very little yeah. time. Yeah, we're just going to touch on um, <laughs> So Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we watched it. <laughs> it's eight episodes, right? Six, <laughs> six, six episodes. Six episodes. <laughs> so, 
Be brief though in yeah. your love. No, I will be very brief. So it tell is us very love. brief love, trust <laughs> okay, me. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Just in short, I'd already given up on the show in season 7 when they killed little finger. Mm. Like they like like season 7 for me already encapsulated that that sort of they had no idea how to handle all these things and they had a really short amount of time. So I'd, I like made my peace with those weaknesses two years back. <laughs> and I had no, like no optimism for season eight, like not a single shred that there would be any kind of satisfying ending. Mm. And it seemed people were okay while they were being fan serviced. Yeah. But until they go to the Daenerys thing, <laughs> then people suddenly lost their minds and were not okay. Whereas I was just not okay throughout, but I did like a few key episodes. I did like like just that giant battle scene at Winterfell. I thought yeah. on a technical level was well shot. I was really more into the behind the scenes stuff after they would release after mm. the episodes and I watching the actual episodes. And then also the the I think episode four when it's like Danny's like turn when they like kill her. A handmaiden, uh, yeah, Sunday yeah. I read like that episode just as a standalone. I liked how it was like paced and written, it was the strongest that I had seen since like season six. That said, like, Hat Hat the Dark Side was, was bullshit, <laughs> but I was laughing the whole time with how bad it was. The ending was fine. I was like, You've done your best, it's fine. What I really loved about season eight, though, I don't know if you guys have watched that documentary, the last yeah, one. Yeah, I watched yeah. it. That is a phenomenal piece mm. of work. I just love. I just liked all the love, the, and the, the blood and sweat and yes. tears that went on behind the scenes. I like the little scenes with like the ice bucket guy yeah, kind of yeah, losing yeah. his Snow, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just want to cry. <laughs> I, I, I like. I like those little things. Yeah. yeah. That said, it's it's a fair try. They did what they could. I completely understand the limitations. Understand being tired. I would also be mm. tired. I don't want to leave. So it's fine. It's just fine. But I understand why people are pissed off. No. That is it. I for me, I, I I won't say I was hyped to watch the final season. Yeah. Because I wanted to see it end. You get. Yeah. yeah. But I think most of that rage came from people not getting the ending they wanted. Yeah. You said so. Uh, for me, I, I just went through it. Like I just. I was just enjoying this one last ride <laughs> of yeah, Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. I wasn't going to bother myself too much of <laughs> we need to remake this now. Nah. No, I no, no. Stuff. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. uh, as you said, the, the Long Night episode, yeah. I thought it was great. Like Just to maintain that level of action and intensity, mm. it was great all the way through. Though again, maybe you might have, I don't know if you have reservations about Arya. Everyone loved that when she killed the, the Night King. Though some people felt a bit disappointed about the way he went out. Like after waiting yeah. for winter all this long, and then he's just gone yeah. like that. There was that. Yeah, I, I, I could just briefly respond mm. to you on that because mm. yeah, also what I realized was that there were sort of two sets of Game of Thrones fans. Yeah. Sort of emerged. There are those who thought the politics is the most important, mm. most interesting thing, mm. and others who thought the Night King stuff. Yes. Yeah. The big deal. So I can answer yeah. the Night King people being like, yes. "Oh, that's it. That's it." <laughs> but me, I, was, I was always into yeah. the politics, yeah. so I was I was fine with it, and Arya was it was fine. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Yeah, and as uh, Daenerys is going crazy on the town, of course, like I can see why people would not be happy with it. But I feel like for just the last episode, mm-hmm. and, af- and the way they'd been foreshadowing that whole thing of the Targaryens and all that, yep. 
And, and, and again, she had even been pointing out how she had only fear, like she hasn't had any love this side, whatever. In Westeros, I think she didn't have love there. So I think it would be logical. Like, if you can't win their hearts, you can rule them with fear. So I wasn't too bothered. Though I understand some people have been rooting for Daenerys from the beginning and seeing that happen, they would be shattered. That and I understand. Then the final episode, of course, another key character, Jon Snow. Yeah. Actually, I loved his ending, by the me way. Too. I loved his ending. It was actually the thing that consoled me at the end. Like him, he has he never wanted to be the king. He has never been a power-hungry person. So him just going to live in the real north with his people was, was cool. I didn't mind it. But then, uh, me, me, the weird thing was just how polarized it all was. This whole, this last season, yeah. there's one very strong side guys who don't like other guys who are just coward to enjoy yeah. having seen it end. So, I ain't read. But and again, as you said, the last watch documentary that came afterwards was really cool. Just showing, because it was even showing that guy who has been like in most of the seasons that's super yeah. fun. Like, it was great seeing such people, like mm. people who are behind the scenes and seeing, uh, Kit Harrington and them traveling, then seeing the Night King. It was interesting yeah. pointing out mm. all those guys who have made this such a big show over the last yeah. close to a decade. So, yeah, that's what I'll say. Yeah. I can wrap it up. And mm. <laughs> so, me, I just realized in eight, season eight, I just didn't care about <laughs> the lot of this. I just didn't care that much. Yeah. And then, like yeah. you were saying, they had showed that they were now just being efficient. Like, guys, mm. hey, we yeah. knew that mm-hmm. from last season. Yeah. Why are we still <laughs> fussing about them hurrying up? And they made the episodes even less, so I yeah. knew they were hurrying up. Let's see. Um, The only thing I didn't... Uh, the significant things for me... Mm. I liked Arya's arc in every sense of it. Yeah. Yeah. I even liked when they made her have sex, but then I didn't like when they made Brienne have sex. Like, now that uh, was just that, pushing that, 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 it. That, 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 yeah, that was now yeah. just push. Like, I really didn't like that. Because they even doubled down on making her cry. They literally make her about him mm. after that. Mm. That's fucking lame. She just write, don't she writes do his, that. But finishes his biography. <laughs> that is way yeah. beyond the lame. Makes yeah. sense, it's lame. What? Just, like, just... They just made her about him after that completely. Yeah, no, yeah, that 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 that, that part where she cries, I agree with you. It, Them getting together, him, him I was rooting for that. I was too, but I think I, it, if it had remained yeah. vague, it would be better. Yeah. But and then actually like, fucking. Yeah. I wish they had just stopped there. I just don't know. There. Like on at, the, at the farming on, their on attraction us, and us love. hoping <laughs> for the attraction, but it's not actually happening. That's true. I think it would be better that way. I for agree. Arya, I like how they handled everything mm. with that. And I like the idea that people hated seeing their little sister have sex. I'm like, yeah, guys. <laughs> because you're, if you don't have a daughter, like, this is why I have a daughter, because she will fuck yes, all the time. And I need people to know their daughters will fuck. No, fuck. they didn't. <laughs> Your daughters will fuck. I really <laughs> love that thing. I even <laughs> like that thing of how, like, the next thing everyone Googled is how old is Ari. I'm like, you guys, your daughters fuck all the time. Like, you need to get over this shit. Yeah. Kids are so I really, really, school, really like man. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can briefly just <laughs> jump with that. Mm. I think for, for me, my problem wasn't that Arya was having sex. That's me personally. It wasn't that Arya is having sex and getting naked or whatever. It was that she was having sex with Gendry specifically. Oh, but Gendry, they've had that because, no, no, because, in my head anyway, I'd watched these two, what, in season two, like, meet up. And I know Gendry was an adult at that time. 
and this and Maisie was like what 14 or 13 so in my head she was proper little sister zoned as far as Gendry is concerned like even for me that dynamic mm. was like that like he's an older brother like messing with her messing mm. with her what so they said giving each other the eyes I could not get into <laughs> that I was cringing <laughs> so hard <laughs> but Arya got some good for her I'll and just kill the night chill right after yeah. <laughs> um, no, what yeah, about Tyrion? Let me ask you about saying. Tyrion. You guys haven't said anything about Tyrion. Let's let me let her finish yeah. her. Um, no, I want to close yeah, off. Close off. Close yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't want you to feel mm. the need to continue <laughs> so fast. Okay. Let it out, but briefly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You wanted to talk about Tyrion. Just, what did you guys think about his arc? Because he's also like a main did character. Did he have an arc? Yeah, because mm. him, after all he went, exactly, he was just around yeah, and then so still in the end he gets to be the hand actually. again. Yeah, I th- yeah I think that was, um, that was just, they just sort of slapped <laughs> shit together at yeah. the end, like let's let's make him smart again mm. and he's on the names of the king. I, I didn't like that, I, didn't, mm. I hated everything they did with Tyrion's character. Especially the only time I was pissed off in season eight was that that second episode where everyone's having those 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 moments, those cute moments, mm. and making callbacks. Mm. Maybe I've overwatched the previous seasons, but I hated the callbacks. Mm. All the lines, all the what was just, just cringing. And I, like Tyrion was just stupid for being stupid. <laughs> and I just sort of hope that okay, maybe he's actually betraying this chick and doing stupid things on purpose to make sense but no he was just being stupid and then became smart again when it suited mm. like the story and the writing so for me I agree with you like there's no arc there's not as far as Tyrion he is concerned he was just servicing the plot here and yeah the, the only person for me who had done arc but that was handled badly was Daenerys because mm. as always a strong believer should be a bad queen mm. and that she was going to eventually go to the dark side Bambi they rushed it a lot <laughs> I'm not. I've never screamed you lying before in my life. <laughs> when she started burning everywhere for like three quarters of the episode, I was like, you have lied. Because <laughs> it just has that little moment, and Bambi, she acts so well. Mm. Her props, the actors do their jobs, but they can only do so much. How do you feel about Jamie's ending? Where he randomly fights what's his face on the beach. Hey, yeah, Euron. He's, oh. just, he's just stupid. Like, Euron just popped up on the beach. He's like, haha, <laughs> let's, let's fight. Like, I fucked your sister. Let's fight. That didn't exist. Yeah, I was pissed off because like, you have this short time for all these and episodes. And then you made that happen. Yes. And that's why I also hated season two. Because I felt like, I mean, I mean sorry, episode two. Because I felt other than those key moments with like Brienne like being knighted and maybe Arya getting it on, yeah. I felt like it was just this big filler, which I thought I thought that they would like set up like the little things like the extras that people would see in the in the crypts to get to know that how the little people are mm. like dealing with this whole thing of Armageddon is coming, like something meaningful, something new. But they, I felt like it was just a waste of time and really had this short amount of time. So I felt like here and there they had sketchy decisions that were being made. Okay. But yeah, it's I mean it's over and done with really. Maybe they're like leaving room for George R. R. Martin. Nah. Uh, yeah, this, this guy isn't done so. Yeah, but apparently George R. R. He recommended the ending. Of, 
He recommended that ending. No, no, he did recommend the ending. Mm-hmm. I'm saying in terms of like heavy involvement in the story. Apparently, he hopped off. Was it on season four? Because mm. I think I think the books in terms of material roughly yeah. stopped around season four. Then they started because like for, for me, what I try to also tell people is that like season six was a good season. Like because there you have like Jon Snow resurrecting. You have Sassy blowing up. You have Sassy blowing up the sept. You have the battle of the bastards. Like when they were taking their time, coming like coming up with original material wasn't necessarily tough for them. Like they were pacing stuff out and it was okay. This was just rushing and Don't yeah, that's what happens. Anyway, what else? Then mm, I didn't like that long battle. Which one? Yeah. Episode three. The, the one you guys liked it was just dark the entire time like when I was watching the last watch I was like you guys suffered mm. and that sh- that thing was so dark yeah, 55 nights it was so dark <laughs> it was so dark and I give Avengers Marvel people shit for sh- shooting shit in the dark like yeah. that so I felt the same way for a lot of these I liked the end with Arya which was cool actually one of my favorite episodes is that which was one of yours which is when Daenerys goes back wild. But what, what, when I liked it the Which most... burning people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the scene I liked the most is when she's with the dragon. Mm-hmm. And then she's shooting off the boats. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that was riveting. I really, really liked that scene. That was actually my favorite <laughs> scene. <laughs> because yeah. it was, for the first time, I felt like, I like this action. I never felt that way in Winterfell. It was just a, a one and a half hour of intensity whereby mm. people weren't dying. And it that was, was really pissing me off. Like, yeah. I need the stakes to be higher. Mm. People weren't dying. Then you could see they're not, they don't want to kill Jamie. I'm like, kill him if there's With many people. Yeah. <laughs> kill him, kill even Brian, kill them all. Mm. But they weren't killing them, and that was pissing me off. It was just chilling the bike. <laughs> then they kill I'm like, kill the big people. I want death. I want no blood there. It's dark. Yeah. I can't see. I'm, have I missed a death no. no the darkness apparently there is an editing problem because when they shoot they shot with like proper even lighting like everything mm-hmm. was easy to see but they made that trace in post make it the shit has to be dark it was i didn't like that i just yeah. like okay it was cool and aria stabbed him that was it yeah. so i liked the episode where she goes wild and then yeah so that episode was better for me because it had my favorite scene mm-hmm. and i really wasn't mad at jamie and thinking dying together may i like that yeah, a lot it was, it was, it was good. i dug that yeah, I so i dug that <coughs> i dug the clicking bolt to a very small extent because i think we had over we overweighted for it to happen so i'm like oh it happened and that's how it was like, oh that's it. Yeah, it's happening as I'm watching it. Yeah, then but I like that dragon scene so much. Which one? Them them burning her burning the the boat. Yeah. So it just makes me say that was a good episode, but because I liked that so much. Mm. Not her burning the sept, not her burning Mm. that King's Landing. Not the sept, King's Landing. Yeah, yeah. When she's burning up Euron. Yeah, yeah. That was so cool. They called the Iron Bone or something. Yeah. Bone. Yeah, it was just so cool because they would silence them. It had all the attention. And I like that they did the whole. I remembered why I like that episode. Uh-huh. They did a single perspective thing. 
Oh, you guys, I remember oh, when I liked that episode. Yeah, they did the single perspective of that villager in there. Yes, I yes. dug that follow up. Then there was, I remembered why I liked Clegane Ball. I remembered because they intercut it with Arya. Remember yeah. when they intercut it with Arya and then she's, guys. The then when they all fall down at the sink. The filmmaking in that episode was so good. Yeah. I'm like top notch. I don't. Some, I will forgive story, but those things yeah. were impressing me so hard. And like, some people did like that, awesome. that thing of uh, Arya like giving up on killing Cersei. Like how was like you just I go back. You not build for this, like and she goes back. Remember, poor complaining about that a whole lot. I dug the way. Okay, I think I'll just go with all the stories. Mm. Me, I didn't care, but the way they were <laughs> shooting her mm. throughout the the place was just so cool. I'm like, go Arya, go. Yeah, yeah. I but but just feel like she was just a waste in terms of like she had nothing to do but escape and the behind the scenes they said that we wanted someone the audience knows but i felt that was a stupid argument because they had that that chernobyl woman where she's a chernobyl woman that mm. random woman with her baby with her baby yeah and we like got into her story mm. and i would have been okay with like two other perspectives of like random people like trying to survive and you would have gotten the same thing i feel but it's like they really brought her just to run around. Yeah, it's like yeah, cool. I, I just just the way like she was okay. It's just mm-hmm. see how they made their decisions. Those people. Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> anyway. But, but yeah, they were having fun at the end. Really, they were really just having fun of like, ooh, I always wanted this actress to do this, and ooh, I want to do this. It was it was fun. And after watching last watch and kind of getting a feel for their whole family dynamic mm. i can sort of see the rationalization in their decisions but it's it's fine really it's not the end of the world i lose yeah. my mind over but me i feel like i've been trained i'm used to being disappointed i think people need to be yeah. like even movies like yeah. you come in like you guys are going to kill me then they don't but you sleep you sleep try to reverse it yeah. they did something different than you thought or wanted or didn't even surprise you mm. go yeah move on. <laughs> you just move on and to the next one and then someone will just do it shit for you really well then you'll know <laughs> that it can't be done but uh, these things of now acting like children i'm like yeah. it's bad to be when things are so popular oh god the Man. internet now just makes it so much worse. yeah i love you pissed off the game of friends fan base is like the star wars fan base mm. is and yeah and now i've also now had to there they've all gone all last yeah. jedi i was yeah. telling people in the group that you guys They've been signing a petition to change Last Jedi for years. Yeah. This is garbage because <laughs> the guy was like, even me, let me go and sign. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Do you actually that think that these things so are serious? Yeah. <laughs> you need cares. to just see what has been happening with Last Jedi and you'll see. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, this has been our episode very long. Sorry, we're catching up after yeah, we're kind of <laughs> catching up. Um, yeah, this is our episode. Thank you for listening. Keep listening. We are still here. We still want to talk about movies <laughs> for hours, so yeah. we will still be alive for you more and more. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Sharon. I'm Timothy. I'm Joel. Bye. Bye.